0: Consider, consider myself the luckiest, luckiest man, man, man on the face, on the face of, the of the earth. earth. been given a bad break, but I've got an awful lot to live for. Hey guys, it's David Burns, the founder of BaseballJobsOverseas.com, and this is our podcast that helps to inform you about the many playing and coaching opportunities around the world. Today we have Brian Ruby on the podcast once again. After the last time I interviewed him when he spoke about his experience in Guatemala, I stumbled across a video clip of Brian singing the national anthem at Dodger Stadium where they had announced him as the only active openly gay professional baseball player. This, of course, threw me off a little bit because he wasn't openly gay as far as I knew when I had interviewed him the previous two times. Uh, So I brought him back on the podcast because I wanted to hear his story, and he tells us about his struggles as a gay kid growing up in the baseball world in America um, and his fears about coming out and his fears about not being able to continue to play professional baseball. So without further ado, let's get on with this interview with Brian Ruby. So this is, I think, three months after – approximately three months since we spoke. Yeah. Um, The reason we're talking again is because there's been some cool stuff that has happened since uh, your season ended. So, um, yeah, I'd like to hear more about it. Um, First off, yeah, how did that come about? You're singing the national anthem at Dodger Stadium. Uh, (laughs) When I saw that, I was like, what? Uh, So that's pretty cool. So why don't you go into that? And then, of course, there was – Two big stories in that day, right? Yeah, so I'd like to hear about both of them, how they came about, and I got a couple questions for you.
1: Well, that was like my moment. I finally made it to the big leagues. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, from the second Bundesliga league at the Dodger Stadium.
0: I have to say, you nailed it. Like I-, I watched it, I was like, I had goosebumps in the whole nine. Right? I was like, wow, good job. Like you, you I was- loved it. it. Sounded great, and yeah.
1: I was so nervous, man. I was like, "Don't forget the words. Don't forget the words."
0: Oh, I bet. <laughs> and I mean, packed house just before the playoffs. Like, I mean, the place, yeah. the place seemed to be buzzing, and there you are.
1: Yeah, it was cool. Game. That was Max Scherzer's three thousandth strikeout, three thousandth career strikeout game. So that was that game. So we That's got to cool. see it. That's but, something to
0: tell the grandkids. <laughs> yeah.
1: I scooped up a little bit. I should have. It's in my kitchen over there. I scooped up a little bit of dirt from Dodger Stadium and put in one of those plastic cups, and I just – it's like on my mantle.
0: (laughs) What a moment, eh? Like that's that's pretty cool.
1: Yeah, but uh, I don't know. It all came about towards the end of the season. It was still during the season. Um, And I got a chance to be interviewed by USA Today, um, which was like a tremendous honor for me and kind of tell a little bit about my, I told them a lot about my, my baseball journey, but, um, that didn't end up being what it was mostly focused on. Mm -hmm. And the, the article was actually more focused on my, my personal life. So it was like, um, sort of a coming out of sorts. Mm -hmm. Um, and it kind of gained momentum and, and, um, I guess you don't necessarily hear about too many people who are like LGBTQ in um, baseball. So um, when I I was honest about my story um, playing baseball as as a as a gay guy and kind of traveling around the world and and playing indie ball and um, you know that that kind of turned into a, a little bit of a moment and picked up some steam there um
0: and what a stage to yeah you know, to to not <laughs> yeah. only in the national anthem but you're coming out in in, in front of the world basically and, and yeah the well, baseball I mean, world, anyway
1: yeah i so i had the art the original article i didn't want to be like make that big of a deal about it like
0: mm-hmm.
1: um so the original article appeared on the like about a week before i sang and it was like on the front cover of the sports section in USA Today, which was nuts. Um,
0: saw that on your then, Instagram. Yeah, that's. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And then like, um, you know, they've been like kind of following me since like, you know, hey, Brian, how's it going? And, and stuff like that. Because I think like a lot of people were, there's definitely like a lot of players like me out there. There's mm-hmm. a lot of people play baseball, but um for whatever reasons, I guess not many people have actually told their stories and I didn't want to make like that big of a deal about it, but um, it ended up kind of turning into a thing and, and people got like curious about how it's going for me in baseball. Like, cause I did it during the season. Um, yeah. Like they were curious, like, is he going to keep his job or not? Like,
0: how was the reaction?
1: The reaction was good. It was, it was really solid. My teammates had my back, you know, our coaching staff had my back in Indie ball in the U S and it all came down to exactly what I wanted it to come down to if I could play baseball or not. Mm -hmm. And, and that, and I did, and I played well and, and I was able to keep my spot on the team and was treated like with respect. So Uh, that's, I mean, that's what
0: I was expecting to hear, but you, you, you never know how, you know,
1: yeah you never, I don't know. you never know i think i mean in this day and age we're in like 2020s so hopefully that's the reaction that most people get Yeah, like if they're in the same situation as me but um that was really it i mean i i didn't envision it being a, a thing for that long but they've they've kind of wanted to like follow me and and um you know document like how how things are going and my goal is really just to keep playing baseball and and you know keep my off-season job and music and not have it really be a huge thing Mm -hmm. um i i just like to be one of the guys on the team and like treated with respect and that's kind of if if that happens that's like that's great you know that's that's a good goal I feel like to have and it's not really uh, <laughs> the attention part of it you know having the, the media focused on me for a little bit was a little weird like yeah and um I just you know I really like my my life as a ball player and and want to keep that
0: yeah which well yeah. certainly you would, but I, I hear what you're saying when all, when there's all this focus and, and obviously all these eyes on your story. It's it's probably a little um, nerve wracking at the same yeah. time.
1: Yeah, I have a question for you though. Actually, um, what do you think the how do you think I would be treated in Europe? You know, I think how it's think-
0: probably even more open here. Um, yeah. You know, like I I think there's probably more acceptance. Well, with that here, Uh, but you know, I'm not speaking from any experience. It's just European is known as just being a um, kind of a relaxed laid back place, you know? (laughs) So I, 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 you know, I can see pockets in in America and and, um, you know, where obviously there's going to be people that are less accepting um, where I feel like I just don't, I just, from my experience, I don't think that would be, um, something that you would experience here. Um, yeah. I mean, I think it, it's everywhere. Obviously there's going to be people that are, are, um, uh, have strong feelings in the other way, but, um, I think, um, if anything, it would probably be more accepting.
1: Yeah, no, that's great to hear. I mean, I was, I don't know. I was wondering because like, I guess, I mean, on the ball field, I'm, I'm a ball player. So it's like, it's not, I don't talk about it that much on the ball field. Like it's not, you know, it wasn't, I guess it was a, it was a moment for me this summer to like, finally be able to tell the story. And, and, um, you know, it was, I've I just, I got a lot of love from people that I've met over the years overseas, like just texting me or sending yeah. me a message on WhatsApp or Instagram, like saying, You know, dude, we saw your story, like, congrats, man, you know, stuff like like, we got you back and stuff like that. So it was it was really cool. That's
0: great. You know, I I have been like there was um, one of our members that reached out to me, like we really had a lot of good feedback from the club he had played for. Yeah, kind of was just acting odd and, and and put some weird stuff on his profile. And we took it. We took him down, the profile down, and said we took down your profile because of this reason or whatever. And then uh, a little while later, he he came back and apologized and said he's been struggling. And he came out to me, but hasn't come out to anybody, and said this is what I'm going through right now, and I'm struggling wow. with this. And so I, I think of him when when I hear your story and and how maybe like he'll listen to this or maybe he's. You know, he saw us comment uh, or share your story on our Instagram or something, and maybe he can he can find his way to a a happier place. Last we spoke, you know, because he was in a pretty dark place. It sounded like, and it, he said he's making progress and he's, uh, but I don't think he's come out yet. I'd like to see I'd like to see him take that that step. And, and so yeah. for you like, how has that? Has this been like a big weight lifted off your shoulders? Like, how has totally. your parents been since that since that day?
1: Totally. It's been a huge weight off my shoulders, I guess, just going through life. You know, my goal, (laughs) my goal all these years, as we've talked, has been to keep playing baseball. And, you know, I've been afraid to tell my story or to post any anything about it because because I thought, oh, my gosh, I'm never going to be able to play baseball again Mm -hmm. if I if I tell my story, if I tell the truth and, and um, that's really scary for me. Cause you know, this is my whole life playing baseball yeah. and, and doing the thing. So it's been a huge weight off my shoulders to actually have it go well and what I wanted to do. And the reason that I kind of told the story is like, because growing up feeling like a kid that growing up as a kid, Feeling like I was different from some of my other teammates and friends on the on my baseball team, like it was kind of scary. And having being a kid in the U.S. dreaming of playing in the major leagues, you know, um, and being able not looking around and you can't see a, a player who's gay in the major leagues yeah. at least you can't to this day. And I mean, hopefully, there will be one soon um but they're they're definitely there
0: they just haven't come out yeah they're
1: they're definitely there and i've heard from some of them um since i came out which is crazy so they're they're there but they're for whatever reason you know everybody's nervous about losing their job and and i think as ball players we're very we're conditioned to to do to not do anything that's a risk to losing our job yeah you know Uh,
0: do you think that's across the board or is it like with other sports or do you feel like baseball in particular is even more, um,
1: I think it's definitely the, the American, the American male team sports mm-hmm. for whatever reason, that's the culture, football, um, basketball, NBA, mm-hmm. uh, NHL, hockey, uh, major league baseball. Like I don't know about soccer as much, but um, yeah. It's, that's the culture in, in the U S. And I think that kind of, that's, it's something about that. I mean, it's different in other sports, but those, those male team sports, you know, are, it's, it's slowly changing, but um, what I wanted to do kind of when I, when I told my story was kept thinking about like, if I had been able to read a story like mine as a kid, that would have changed my life. Yeah. And yeah, it it's it's a shame that i was i was reading something online it said 16 million people play baseball in the united states and i know from being overseas that there are millions more people that play baseball around the world at all levels and the fact that you can't google um you know, gay baseball player and see a single one.
0: That's what they were, that's what I, it said, like, that's what I was going to ask you is it said you are the only pro baseball player that has come out. And I find, I just was kind of shocked to to read that. Like how uh, I assumed that there were um, numerous that would have come out, you know, that's yeah. just, I mean, because the day and age we're in and, and, you know, it's just, it's known, you know, and, and people are so accepting. Um. So yeah. I don't know. It was there
1: was that was a uh, I was aware of that. I mean, I guess when you are in that in the community you, you like I was aware of that. You know, I was I I didn't think it would have it was going to be it's kind of weird that it something that you just are is makes the news. Like mm-hmm. that that it was big news when really I hope that nobody really cares who who you date, like, you know, it's, it's your business, but it was definitely weird to, to kind of take on that weight and, and yeah, attention. But it it ultimately was a huge weight off my shoulders. And what I wanted to do was I wanted it to like, I created this group um, called proud to be in baseball. And it's just a, Players support group mm-hmm. or players. I mean, we, we even have some coaches too. Yeah. Um, who are anybody who's LGBT in baseball. Um, it's at proud to be in is the name of it. And it's a first of its kind thing. I mean, and it wasn't I, I when after I did it, after the dust settled, after I after I went to Dodger stadium and after all the, all that stuff. And I got to go to the major league baseball commissioner's office in New York city. Wow. Took the elevator up on Avenue of the Americas oh, yeah. at the commissioner's office, which is just crazy for me to, to yeah. think about coming from, coming from second Bundesliga in Germany.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah. you know, it. it was a, it was really weird. It's like, why am I here right now? You know, why do they care what I have to think? But they actually listened to some of the things that I, they wanted to know like how it went. And, and, um, I thought about what could have helped me the most and proud to be in baseball, which is our organization. It's nonprofit. It's, it's just a player support group by players for players is, Exactly that. So, you know, if I had been able to know another baseball player like me mm-hmm. um, growing up in high school and college and to have a friend, you know, that be able to talk to that was, with similar interests, you know, uh, it would have
0: helped a lot. So, sure. I mean. So with this year, group, can people um, interact anonymous, anonymously or... Like if yeah, someone isn't out, and they, you know, and they're nervous about that, or yeah,
1: you can do that. Um, you can do that. You, we have different options. I mean, most of the people that have contacted us because it is private, um, and everybody has like is similar. Um, we, we do respect each other's like privacy. Uh-huh. So, um, but you can if you go to the website, you can. There's an option to join with all of your information, your name, your email, phone number, or there's an option just to join with an email. So if you wanted, if you're still nervous about things and you wanted to join our group and you wanted to be, you know, baseball123 at gmail.com and you could still, I still think that it's, it's valuable for people like that. Probably even more than people like me just to be able to connect with us. And like the player you were talking about, he would be a perfect guy for our group and we would respect his privacy and, and, you know, all that. But, um, at the end of the day in this day and age where you can pick up your cell phone and Google pretty much anything, um, like the sum of human knowledge for better or worse is on the internet, but yet you can't find a one single person like you in a game that over 16 million people play. Like that's pretty scary. So, you know, scary. we want, we wanted to, to fix that. And I'm glad I, I, all the media attention and everything was, was cool for me, but all, at the end of the day, I really just want to get back to being a baseball player. And um, hopefully, you know, now that we have this organization, people can just go to that and, and that will help them. Um, and it's not really – the weight's not really on my shoulders. It's just, you know, all the, the structures set up in, in place. Like if you're trying to go overseas, you go to baseball jobs overseas. And you've signed up and the, the structure is already in place. You know, if you're a, a queer person in baseball, like you go to proud or dot, sorry, proud to be And uh, you know, we're also on like Instagram and you can find us there too. And it's, it's attached right in my profile in the bio. And um, it's just at proud to be in baseball. And you know, hopefully we'll we'll be able to keep spreading the message of like love and acceptance and my goal is my next goal is to go to the American Baseball Coaches Association convention
0: on oh, Chicago in, yeah
1: yeah which is like 2 or 3000 baseball coaches from you know a lot from high school and college so that's like younger level younger players like youth level Little league. Um, and so, inevitably, you know, there's guys there. Some of their players might be struggling with stuff, kind of like you said. You had that one player come to you. And, mm-hmm. you know, if you had, if I don't know when that happened, but if you had been able to, if you knew about Proud to Be in Baseball, you know, the, the LGBT players support group, you w- could have been able to easily refer them. To us, and we would have, uh, we you know, we have, we have access to like a psychologist, we all the people that could help somebody, um, and or even just other baseball players to talk to, and um, you know, that's like, that's the goal is just to help other people.
0: That's the main thing. Just start talking about it. Just, I think that's the first step is just to be able to talk to somebody else that's like you. And, um, and I, in fact, he, he I saw an email this morning from him. So oh, he just really? reached out. Yeah. So uh, I'll, I'll be replying. I'm sure it's yeah. about playing overseas again and, um, I'll be replying and, uh, yeah, I'll be passing along your information for sure. And yeah, so that's, that's pretty cool, man. For you to, to, leverage that attention to create a platform such as that that are going to you know be helping people in baseball for years to come and to me it was it was cool to see and uh it was weird because how we just we were just talking and and um you know i'm like I, I gotta we gotta we gotta hop back on and have a talk about this so yeah. um this it was is like the a- Longest interview series ever. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I mean, good for you. It's, I I can't imagine how the, you know, how difficult that is to, to, you know, suppress that and and then make the decision that you're not doing that anymore. I can't even wrap my mind around that, but uh, I I, think a lot of,
1: thank you. I think a lot of people in my situation, I've heard from other players who have been like, okay, I'm going to come out and I'm going to live a completely different life, you know? And Props to them, you know, if they, they want to go do that. But for me, I feel like I'm, I want to be a baseball player. Like, mm-hmm. I'm not, this shouldn't be a reason that I have to quit baseball. You Definitely.
0: Know? I, so. I understand the fear in that, though, right? Like, it's – your fear is not necessarily, you know – how somebody might treat you is more so I won't, you know, you're worried maybe they won't accept you in the baseball community or, or or sign you or whatever the case would be. Yeah. Uh, That's, you know, that's a scary thought and also shows how much you love the game.
1: Yeah. I mean, I, and growing up as a baseball guy, like I get it. I heard the stuff that sometimes people say in the locker room, but I really believe that once, once people know, like, you know, you're, the stuff, even if they say something that might be seen as like derogatory towards the LGBT community, like once they know that they're actually talking about like, you know, their third baseman or like their friend that they're, you know, going out to the bar with after the game, getting some beers, like, you know, traveling on the bus with if if they're, you know, on the road, like... the going to practice with going to the weight room like once you know that that's your friend you know once you actually have a person that's like in your life that um is in that community like you just you can't help but like accept them in most cases mm-hmm. like the ball players that that I'm tight with like who are pretty much all like straight um have been so accepting of me like You know, and they, Evan Brizantine, who's, I'll give him a shout out, who's like my longest tenured teammate because we played together for the ex-presidents and then the Chivos and then for the Volcanoes and the Maverickly, like, he was so cool about everything and he was like, you know, wanted to make sure I was being treated well and he's, you know, him and his girlfriend were like, they were so supportive of me and like, it was just really cool to to experience like receiving that much love from from people in baseball. So I mean, it was solid.
0: That's great, and I, I you know I know as you know I know Evan and I know everybody that I know that's overseas is they're another Evan Brizantine. You know, like we're there's everybody's full of love. You know, uh, yeah. so you know. All, I think even more so the people that go overseas, they seem to be more open-minded people in general. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, so yeah. uh, I'm not surprised to hear that at all. And that's great to hear.
1: Yeah, definitely. If you're willing to, to travel the world and play baseball, you know, and you see different cultures and different experiences kind of gets you out of your shell from wherever you grew up at home. And mm-hmm. it opens your, I've I've been, you know, playing all these different places I've been to open my mind to, to many different things um, and cultures and, you know, all that. But I got the itch to, <laughs> I got the itch to go back overseas.
0: Well, let's, can, speaking of that, what is, what, what are you, what are, your, what are your thoughts right now? You just had a, your first pro season in the Stateside went yeah. well. And, yeah. but you know, where, where are you at right now? Are you going to do that again? Or are you getting the overseas itch again?
1: It went well. You're, yeah, but I, I'm 50-50. Like, you know, go back to indie ball in the U.S. or go overseas. I really – there is something about just being on the road overseas. I, I'm a journeyman guy. Um, I think we all are internationally. Um, at least all the imports are, are somewhat journeyman guys. And that's in my blood, and it's, it's really hard to I, – I, I get the itch. Like I'm in my apartment right now back home, but I get the itch. You know, my bag's already packed. Like my passport's ready. My bag is already packed.
0: So you opened offers from teams overseas
1: anyway? Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I'm open to all, any and all offers. I did the indie ball thing in the U.S. Uh, I might, might go back, but at the same time, I would love love to go back overseas somewhere and I think that I can, I enjoy being a guy who's versatile. I can play multiple positions, um, pitch if needed and coach like the youth team or whatever. And that that's a whole different experience than yeah. just playing one position in indie ball and, and really grinding every day to, to yeah. fighting, you know, and that's, I was proud that I did that. And, but um, you know, if I get to go overseas and play for a good team and help to win a championship and be like the baseball representative of that city, kind of like you are, you're almost the baseball expert in some places. You okay. get to coach the youth guys, you get to be involved in the community, go into schools, and, and that's also very like rewarding yep. in a different way.
0: you truly are an ambassador when you go overseas and, and that's what they look for. And if you're not, you usually don't, you don't make, you don't last too long overseas unless, you know, you're at a much higher level and then all they care about is what numbers you put up. But um, yeah, so that's, that's good. Well, I hope to see you overseas and um, who knows, maybe uh, we'll see each other on a Los Chivos trip in the near future. (laughs)
1: yeah i'm down i'm 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 always
0: down i told the guys i texted like once every two months yeah I, when's our next trip yeah i would i would love i would do it no problem if it didn't conflict it's usually because it's usually in you know they yeah. want to do it in february or something right and that's yeah. that's a I tough one for me to get away but yeah
1: i think winter is probably best for that then winter and then going somewhere warm like in the southern hemisphere Mm -hmm. it's their summer um i don't think this year honestly is is going to happen um yeah just because there's still travel restrictions from covid Mm -hmm. um but i would like to i think the group is itching to go and i would like to rally the guys and try to get somewhere whether it's south africa or um, korea you know might be an option um they've just thrown some things around back to South America. I don't know. I'd be open for any and all possibilities. One one more thing I wanted to say, thank you to you guys, everybody from the baseball jobs overseas community. Once my story went up there, um, you guys have been so supportive too. And, um, even someone like the coaches that i met overseas, Jack Nelson, Don Freeman have been super supportive. And, um, you know, it's it's been really cool to experience that, and it's been kind of an honor to to be a guy standing up for my community and and both of my communities in baseball and, and in my personal life. So, um, you know, thank you.
0: I, lo- I love to hear that. And the way I look at it is, we're we're just one big family. This overseas baseball community, we're we're kind of like a big family. So, I I, I think we it goes without saying we got each other's back. So right on. Thank you, man. Great. I appreciate you sitting down with me and telling your story um, on our small little podcast. (laughs) So um, appreciate it. And um, you know, looking forward to seeing where, where this goes from here with, with uh, your organization and um, seeing if there's anyone else that, you know, maybe you've inspired to, to follow suit. Thank you.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Thank you, Bernsey.
0: Right on. All right. Thanks, brother. All right. We'll be in touch. Yeah, I'll talk to you soon. All right, buddy. See ya. All right, see ya. If you're interested in taking your baseball or softball career overseas, the best way to go about it is to head over to baseballjobsoverseas.com, fill out the feedback form, and we'll get back to you ASAP with feedback on what your chances are to get into leagues overseas, which leagues specifically, and we'll answer any questions you have. You can also find us on pretty much any social media platform under the handle at Baseball jobs Once again, thanks for listening, and until next time, may the baseball gods be with you.